Welcome to the debut episode of the Next Week On Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Amy. We're married. And we love television. I even majored in it. This is your podcast home for episode-by-episode chats about some of broadcast television's greatest, or maybe just okay, series. It's our take on classic television peppered with some fun facts from IMDb and occasional anecdotes gleaned from Wikipedia. It's television from the era when you watched what was on three channels, or you did something productive. Hey, this is productive. Our first show was Vegas, which ran from 1978 to 1981 and starred Robert Urich as Dan Tanna, the best private eye on the strip. This is the theme song. Don't you love it? Let's get started. talk about vegas a tv show yep vegas with a dollar sign for the s that's important so well we discovered it well, we might as well go over why we chose vegas because i hadn't really heard of it before um yeah so we chose it because it was on that channel decades it's like the digital channel for cbs like channel 4.2 or whatever and it was on decades and there's a marathon of it and I just started watching one episode randomly and I just I was hooked and then you you started watching with me and like it, well it was a weekend binge yeah so they were playing everything yeah on the weekend so we watched one and one became four <laughs> four and became it, six and then we had to have lunch and then we kept watching because we loved it. Yeah. Surpri- was... Surprisingly. <laughs> I think we started watching it as a goof at first. Yeah. Like, oh, and this then there show. were three episodes when we were like, this is a good show. And they just kept having like better and better guest stars. And then before we knew it, it was midnight. And the episode they were airing at midnight had uh, Muhammad Ali as a guest star. And at that point, we were like, all right, either we go to bed or we just. Stay up all night. And we did not stay up all night. And before Muhammad Ali, we found out that Michael Mann wrote for it. Yeah. Which was kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had Muhammad Ali. That was... Yeah. So it's like, well, we stayed up to watch the scene of Muhammad Ali, and then we went to bed. It was a very hard choice to make, as it turned out. But... So we're going to talk about the pilot first. Start from the beginning. The pilot... we we believe it was a TV movie. Cause right. it, um, Hour and 15 minutes on DVD. Yeah, so it must have run about two hours on probably, TV. Probably, yeah. So, Vegas. Now, we got to go over what Vegas is about. Yes. Dan Tana is <laughs> yep. a Las Vegas private detective. That everybody knows. That everybody knows. Everybody knows. And Robert Urich plays Dan Tana. Yep. In his prime, I guess. Yep. And he uh, is a man about town. Yeah, he knows <laughs> He's the every... coolest guy in Vegas. He knows everybody in Vegas. He's not the coolest guy in Vegas, according to me. Okay. The coolest guy in Vegas is Tony Curtis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who we'll get to. <laughs> right. Right. But Dan Tana, yeah, for for the purposes of this show, Dan Tana's the coolest guy in Vegas, and he knows everybody, and every everybody knows him, and they they they're scared of him and they love him. He's like the Vegas version of Barney Miller, and 
uh, the Rockford Files and Banachek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Columbo. Yeah. All these different detective shows from the 70s. Yeah. This was Las Vegas's stab at it. Yeah, yeah. And so like he's 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 either really well dressed or like wearing nothing. Right. <laughs> Just like Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Falk was often wearing just a towel. Yes. <laughs> He's all greased no. up and just wearing a towel. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I love Columbus. Columbus was great. But he kept his overcoat on. He Thank did. God. He was always, he like rarely took that thing off. Yeah. Um,. So yeah, it's, it's the show gets into like the the seedy underbelly of Vegas. Like it's like yeah, it's, the, like the flashy stuff and like showgirls and casinos, but then there's also like the seedy underbelly, all the crime and stuff. And then it just each episode that we've seen and the pilot actually is no different. It just just takes you on this journey. Like it starts off with one case that Dantana uh, like somebody somebody asked him for help and they hired him on a case and then like it just goes off in this like crazy tangent and like all of a sudden like you're just like there's characters on top of characters on top of characters and then like it turns out like like Dan Tana's like he's actually done with the first case we were introduced to and then he's like no I'm gonna go look for this other guy on my time <laughs> yeah it's just it's just like so many layers so many plots and so many characters it's, it's very engrossing yeah it's you for, forget where you started yeah but you enjoy for me i enjoy seeing 70s las vegas oh yeah and the colorful characters and the tangents he seemingly goes on yeah all are so entertaining it doesn't bother you that you're like what the hell was happening in the beginning <laughs> It's should... not like some big plot hole or like major flaw. You're just kind of like, well, okay, I guess. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It never. It's never like, like, oh, this is a waste of time or like, what are they doing? It it's was like, a fun trip. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. It is fun to see classic Las Vegas. That's that was my first notes. I tried to so like the 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 title sequence always shows like all these casinos and like just like driving around town and all these signs of like all these stars that were in las vegas because vegas i mean vegas is pretty much the same now but it's more family oriented like they're actually trying to attract more people now and well it i feel like it was different back then but similar it was more it catered to adults then mm -hmm. i think in the 90s it was more towards families yeah it's it's but there weren't roller coasters in the seventies there though. No, but it was it was not at all for families in the seventies. Right, right, yeah. And I think in the nineties it went very family friendly and I think it's kind of come back the other way a little bit now, but that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but it is very cool to see all the old Las Vegas hotels and you try to guess which ones aren't there anymore yeah and the opening credits you see the full opening credits with the full theme song mm -hmm. which we really like and the and on the dvd all of the shots and everything are beautiful they really yeah captured the strip and the mm -hmm. and the sparkle of the signs it's 
that part's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, even, the theme you, song is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just the theme song, the long theme song. That was in syndication yeah. in non-English speaking, speaking countries for years. That would have been enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is great. Play it again. <laughs> it's like a tourism video for Las it, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it really is. Like, they show, they show all the, the neon lights uh, down the strip, and then they show the... Um, the, like inside the casinos like and it's it's shots of like like uh, blackjack dealers but it's like it's through ceiling lights and like chandeliers and then like up at a mirror that's like reflecting it's like all these like nice artsy shots of things and like showgirls dancing around and it's pretty cool yeah i know if the uh opening credits it's kind of emblematic of the whole episode kind of how we described it that's what the opening credits kind are kind of yeah and it's deep because you see the milk truck. Yeah, the milk truck. The milk truck. There's a milk truck driving around Anderson Las Vegas. Anderson Dairy. Anderson Dairy. Yep. That, and the yeah. milk truck ends, the credits end with it driving up to Dantana's warehouse, clubhouse he, he lives, place. He lives in the old Bank of Nevada building. Right. That's where he lives. Which just looks like a, uh, a brick warehouse. It's, yeah, or concrete. It's Con- like just yeah. like a concrete warehouse. Concrete oh, before blocks. we go on, I gotta read the names that I saw on all the signs. I tried okay. to write down as many as I could. I didn't even try. I, I tried. <laughs> I made an attempt. I got Bob Newhart, Bernadette Peters, Tom Jones, Shecky Green. Who I saw that? Yeah, that's nobody our age knows the name Shecky Green, but we do because our parents raised us right. Uh, it was it was Shecky Green with Florence Henderson. Yeah. That was that was one of the signs. And then it was Tony Bennett sings some name I didn't even catch. It was like Tony Bennett you singing see Tony somebody Bennett, else. You see Tony like, Bennett on the signs in the other episodes, so yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Um yeah, so, okay, so back to the Anderson Dairy Chuck. Was, so, so, because we've seen other episodes, because we binge, we saw, uh, was it, like, six or eight episodes or something like uh, that? Like, 13, we watched was for, it? like, two days, yeah. <laughs> two days? I thought it, it was, was a weekend. Like... No, it was Saturday, it was oh, the big day, but yeah, it was a weekend binge, right. so we still watched on Sunday. We didn't do anything that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we didn't do much. <laughs> Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, so like, from from the, after the pilot episode, it's the intro has like these beautiful shots of Las Vegas, but it's also like Dantana and like all the characters on the show. Things that have happened in episodes. Yeah, but like the in the pilot, it's just like the shots of the the strip and whatever, and then but so it starts like like they show the title card of Vegas. With the Anderson dairy truck, like in the center of the frame, <laughs> so it makes it look like like the star of the show is driving this dairy truck. I thought, yeah. it, was, I thought it was amazing. And then and then that then so then we follow that truck to the Bank of Nevada building, and then he drops off two cartons of milk to this this bank, and already you're like, what? Like a bank getting milk? What's going on? And then all, we're off basically. Yeah. If you've watched the show, you would know, but since yeah. it's the pilot, it's kind of like, what is going oh, on? Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be, <laughs> we're at an advantage, at yeah. an advantage, because we've seen it, and we knew where he lived already. Yeah. He's a sweet, 
bachelor pad slash office slash garage warehouse. slash warehouse slash and then with a four hundred dollar answering machine right <laughs> and then i get a woman in a teddy yeah yeah opens the door and picks up the milk yeah so if you don't we didn't know that who that was mm-hmm. you know it's you know I, I guess uh, a classic '70s looking. Oh yeah, outfit. It was like a like a sky blue teddy, basically, with like the sandals with like fur on them. It was yeah. very classic '70s. And then like, she's she's talking to Dan Tana. Yeah, cut to interior. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Tana and her are having breakfast. Yeah. And, and he know, doesn't have a shirt already. Yeah. So, you've inferred a lot by that. Yeah. And. The scene wraps up with us finding out that that's his sister. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another woman who comes in and, like, she's Dan's employee. <laughs> We're just all over the place. But it's And everybody's like, kissing him? Yeah. He had his arms around both of them, and then he kissed his employee on the mouth. It was like... <laughs> Yeah. Not, it wasn't like, because he has a romantic kiss later, and it wasn't that, but it was like a kiss on the mouth, like a solid kiss yeah. on the mouth. Yeah, I wrote down yeah. big love question mark, then I scratched that out. <laughs> like, you oh. gotta get your sister some other pajamas if she's gonna stay over that, it's weird. I guess now's a good time to mention Aaron Spelling as one of the executive producers, yeah. <laughs> too. I wrote, that I, is. I'm Whoever that is. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going through my notes, too, as we go. Um, yeah, the $400 answering machine. I love all these, like, fun details about the 70s. Like, it's a pretty serious answering machine. Like, the, it pops up the phone when it plays back messages. Because, like, Dan called at some point later... And he, he, like, called into the machine to listen to it. And then, like, the receiver popped up. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty intense. It was worth $400. That's how he, like, runs his business. Like, it's all the answering machine. Right. I think that's that. And basically what we've talked about with the seeing old Vegas, it's all part of this, like, milieu we we like because we weren't there for it. Yeah. So there's a certain element like, wow, that's neat. We haven't seen this before that yeah. <laughs> uh, viewers that saw it the first time, maybe night, maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, they're I, like, I, yeah, what What did you expect? <laughs> I bet if you watched Vegas, like, while it was on TV, like, wow, that's a nice answering machine. And yeah. then that's the end of it, probably. Right. right. Um, for us, that's part of what sucked us into the show originally when we were watching it on Decades. Yeah. And now we're doing a podcast about it and own all the DVDs. <laughs> Yeah, we own all the DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just an entertaining whodunit every week. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, we have a lot to go through. We're, <laughs> we got the, That was the first scene. Uh, we're not going to go scene by scene. Yeah, I know. We, we were we really setting can't. the scene. Yeah, yeah. And the first, the pilot is, like we said, it's over an hour. It probably was two hours on network TV yeah. with commercials. Yeah. So, I guess maybe they thought, well, if it doesn't take off as a show, it's just a movie. Yeah. So, yeah. which is... That's how Columbo was, too, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Right. right. Yeah. But it wasn't. It obviously was a huge hit. Yeah. And they did three seasons. Yeah. 
and we're going to talk about every single episode. Yep. Yep. It'll be good. Yeah. We can try to sum up what happens in this episode as fast as we can. We can <laughs> do the cliff notes of yeah, basically yeah. what happened. Uh, a prostitute. Yeah. There's a prostitute. Her parents come looking for her from Texas. They hire Dan Tana to find her. $200 a day plus expenses. That's right. That's important. And he finds her. Early on in the episode, so you know, like, it's kind of over. No, it's not over. It's so 20 minutes over. into the episode. It's so not over. And we find out that he, yeah, the like parents he... are not virtuous people. They're bad people. Yeah, like, he, he takes her, like, like, she's on a job, and he, like, takes her out of it, like, kicking and screaming, literally, into his convertible. And then he takes her back to his place. Not in a creepy way, but in a, like, all right, like, I'm going to hold you here until your parents can pick you up. And then she tells Dan, like, she starts crying and tells him, like, that her, her stepdad had had eyes for her. His his eyes roved to her since she was 15. She's eight, like, the character's 18. And, yeah, then it's like, oh, this is a whole different thing. And then Dan so, Tana has a moral code. Yep. And she says so. And this is very accurate. This show's very accurate. She ran away to Las Vegas to be a prostitute. Yeah. Which is, to me, that sounded accurate for someone who had the kind of problem she had. Not, like, that's not I was picturing that... Dr. Drew asking her, like, where's your dad? <laughs> yeah. If she called into <laughs> that's Love Line. True. Where's your dad? And this would all come tumbling out the way Dantana got it from her. Yeah. And it all makes sense. That's not to say any everybody that has those problems runs away to Las Vegas, but in her Lots situation... Lots of people who run away to Las Vegas have those problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it works. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, it was nice to, like, like, that they gave her a backstory, and she, like, she was actually, like, fully fleshed out as a character instead of just, like, just some call girl or who cares, yeah. you know, like, they really, they gave her a nice scene of... Like, this is what's really going on with me. And then Dan Tana's like, oh, well. And then... Like, this, like... Oh, you go. No, no, no. She... She says she's saving money so she can move to L.A. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> become he, an actress. He just, like, walks away from he me. He kind like, of rolls ro his eyes. He, like, <laughs> rolls his eyes and gets up at the same time. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Which is a timeless reaction to that... Yeah. <laughs> to that uh, that sentence, if that ever comes that at you. That should be a gift. Like, <laughs> I found this guy who was from Los Angeles and I want to be an actress. And he just stands up and like turns around. That makes the show timeless. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see. what. So right. so we set it up like it's a, a runaway who's a prostitute. Parents come looking for her. And, and then he confronts them. He, comp he comes back after he finds her. He confronts the parents. Throws their money in their face. Yeah. You know, and says he's not going to help him anymore. And the parents say, you better watch it, buddy. And then there's a funny, weird reference to the dad being some sort of prize bull. Yeah. Oh, so you want to <laughs> hold on to your prize bull? or Dantana 
Tells that to the wife, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I made Jay rewind it because I don't get farm-related jokes, so... <laughs> it's like, and Jay, I do. Jay, interpret this for me. Because I'm from the Midwest, and you're from New Jersey. <laughs> Which is a terrible and cold place, according to this show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll get there. We haven't even gotten there yet. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, Dantana is walking out, and the mom is like, I want my daughter back. She's 18, so that's asking a lot. Anyways. I know. Like, she can technically, like, she's, he even says, like, you're an adult, you're free to do what you want. He does yeah. say that to her at yeah. some point, and, but then he's like, but I'm on a job, and then she's like, but, and then she told her. So, yeah. The story. The line he gives her about, like, are you worried about losing your prize bull? If, yeah. If I don't get your daughter back? Like, that's really dark. Super dark. <laughs> In a broadcast, yeah. like, oh, detective show, like. And the mother was june allison played by june june allison who i know for doing depends commercials in in our era <laughs> do you remember those i said vaguely. It, i said it while we were watching i was like she did the depends commercial vaguely yeah. yeah those were pretty good she was pretty good at it she's she sold the hell out of those sure, diapers yes exactly sold the hell out of those diapers <laughs> um, so that's the basic beginning of the show yeah Parents come to him for help. He helps them. We find out more. And then we're just kind of off and running. We never see the parents again. Yeah. Never, ever again. Yeah. <laughs> They're just out of luck, basically. Yeah. And we just kind of propel forward with Dantana tracking down the story of this girl, basically. Yeah, because uh, how do we even get from there to, like further along there's like all these other scenes well like there's the red button story but that's like not related even there's a red button story and it has nothing to do with any of this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um basically the dad we're told the dad the skeezy dad who's looking for his stepdaughter with the mom is connected or something like he's like a big deal it's told we're told in the episode and then that Dantana's going to have trouble. You know, he yeah. kind of threatens yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad yeah, threatens right. him on the way out. Yeah. And that kind of propels us, I guess, into the rest of the action. Because Dantana took took one of the girls yeah. or whatever from her pimp or something. And then, like... Then well, well, the dad threatens him. Yeah. And he leaves. The, dad, and then the that, dad does not know the pimp. No. 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 But he's... Dantana's been threatened already. Yeah. And... Um, well, the pimp is punched out because when he finds the girl, she's in a motel working with a John. Oh, that's right, yeah. And he drags her out kicking and streaming, and we see the pimp punched out in the bushes. Right. So. But then, like, somebody, somebody punches out Dantana. That's, I think, where the rest of the episode comes from, right? Well, we're right there. We're right there because he's he's driving home. Yeah. And the garage door doesn't work. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, that's not good. It only opens halfway. Yeah, up and down. Yeah. Yeah. And then the lights are out. Nothing works. Mm -hmm. Which, why does the garage door open and work even a little bit then? (laughs) (laughs) He was also like, the light switches didn't seem to go up all the way either. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. It was like, they kind of... I don't know, whatever. But, but yeah, but he, he imme- like, Dantana immediately draws his gun. He's like, oh, something's up. Because he's good. He yeah. knows. So, 
then he gets clocked. Uh, From behind, which we see in shadow. Yeah. Which was awesome. I knew who I knew who it was because I could see the silhouette. Right. Then you we were, I did not. <laughs> so there. But we haven't even gotten there yet. Right. So we've established Dantana leaving with telling the parents off. He gets home, something's up, he gets punched out from behind. Yeah. And we find him getting x-rays in the hospital. Yeah, it was extreme, in, a, in an extremely unsafe situation. That x-ray machine was, oh boy. And then like his friend, his buddy from Vietnam came to see him while he's getting an x-ray. And he was like sitting literally like three feet away from the x-ray machine, not wearing any lead shield or anything. That would have been not allowed today. Probably even five years from that or something. He's got a full head of hair. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he got... Dantana got clocked, and he's at the hospital. Yeah. And then we find out uh, the Highway Patrol's looking for him because they found his car out in the desert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a toasted banana. Yeah, right. He has a yellow Corvette. His buddy says that. This is the pilot, so at first he's driving a yellow Corvette. And if you're familiar with the show, you're like, that's not right at all. (laughs) But he's driving it. Um, Yeah, that's right. And it's out in the desert, which the scene is funny because they ask him, like, are you missing your car? Yeah. He doesn't seem surprised about that. When they say it's out in the desert, and he seems shocked. Like, oh, yeah. It's out in the desert. How could it be out in the desert? Well, you live in Las Vegas, so, you know you could, you know, <laughs> anywhere, fall out of bed into the desert. Anywhere in Las Vegas <laughs> is technically in the desert too. That's a small aside. We both laughed at. Yeah. <laughs> like, how could it get in the desert? I have no idea. You drove it <laughs> two minutes, two minutes out of town. <laughs> so cut to the desert. Dantana is out there. The Corvette is charred black, and off to the side we find the uh, prostitute who has been the center of the episode dead in the desert. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. Um, and we can see Dantana is sad about it too. Mm-hmm. Because he's a good guy, and he thought he'd taken care of it, but mm-hmm. someone got to her. This and, is like minute 30 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It took a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For a pilot, you know, you always hear the pilot's got to move fast, you know, like yeah. introduce characters, things have to happen, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Doesn't really happen in this episode, in this pilot. It's but, pretty slow. But compared to, I mean, like, we're in, we, we are in a movie. Like, this That's is actually true, a yeah. movie. Like, this is like 30 minutes into a movie. And, like, already, like, the girl he's been protecting is dead. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to be protecting her. <laughs> yeah. And she's already dead. So, and then from there... And speaking oh, then of he, being a half hour in... Oh, yeah, we're already... <laughs> like we said, there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going on. So now on the girl is dead, and Dantana's car is destroyed, and he was attacked, and he's going to work for himself now and find out what's going on. Yeah. He's going to get justice. Yeah. Dantana style. Yeah. Oh, I, I have a line from him. I, oh, yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> I don't pull any punches, and I only do things one way, my way. And that's what he does the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah. 
And and that, I, I, so so after once that scene happens, you get kind of lost because I don't know exactly who he's looking for and who's after him. Well, he doesn't know who he's looking for either because like because he he thinks he's he thinks he like the pimp did it, but yeah. then he finds the pimp at the hotel. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> I should have written down more plot stuff instead of like funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the paper rattling here. Um, uh, how, <laughs> it's all over the place. So. <laughs> so. Uh, so we're, we so Dan Tana lost his car. The prostitute is dead. Yeah. Dan Tana's going to find out who did it. Was it the pimp? Yeah. Well, we find out the pimp did threaten him. That's when Dan Tana goes back to the chapel motel. Yeah. Brings the guy, the skeezy old guy, a pizza. Yeah, anchovies and onions. Yes. And he's warned by the old guy, like, the pimp's really mad you took his girl. Yeah. He's coming after you, you know, and the girl. Be care, you know. And, of course, Dantana doesn't care because he's tough. Yeah. And Dantana goes after the pimp. He goes to his apartment, finds out where he lives. The pimp's not there, so he trashes his waterbed. Oh right, yeah. So <laughs> which oh, is man. great. <laughs> so it's it's like complete like seventies pimp apartment, and I I can picture like in the script like just like the pimp's apartment, like parentheses like seventies pimp apartment. Even yeah. even when it was written like seventies yeah. pimp. Glass apartment. sliding door, front door. Oh, it was beautiful. Like, shag everything. Everything was covered in shag. Statues everything. from Caesar's Poseidon. Palace. Yeah. Poseidon. It's yeah. like statues of Poseidon with the tridents, which are important. And then yeah. like they're just like like shag carpeting, shag uh, like a co- like a comforter over the bed, it was, and then there's like shag pillows on the dresser and everything. So he's like looking through the apartment for clues, and then uh, there was like a whole other running storyline with him and like the local police too about all the damage he causes. He causes a lot of damage uh, while he takes care of these cases. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, recurring characters is keeping a list of all his damages because yeah, I guess he has to pay. Even though he's delivering justice, six hundred and twelve dollars yeah. from last time. Yeah, she reads him a, like a list of things he's broken. Yeah, and he just kind of shrugs and writes a check for six hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> well, we see because he's loaded apparently. I know because all we've seen until this point is like he he turned down the money from those creepy parents. Right. So I was like, how does he even make money? But then like he's kind of hired by Tony Curtis's hotel. Which like we find out later. Yeah. We know because we watched the show, but yeah. Tony Curtis is introduced way late in the episode and we find out. <laughs> way too late. Way too late. Way too late. But, so, <laughs> money's no object when it comes to justice. Yeah, yeah, so that's right. So, he sends a message to this pimp by trashing his apartment, pushing these oh, Poseidon yeah. statues onto his waterbed, yeah. which blows the waterbed. Yeah. And then he calls the police and tells them to add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> He does. He's like, "How much does a waterbed cost?" I'm like, three hundred dollars. How about a small waterbed? Yeah, yeah. Two hundred ninety-five dollars. He's, he's not like, that okay. rich. He still haggles a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then he just like tips over the statue. Then the trident pops to the waterbed. Yeah, and, and a rug he, that's not very nice. Two hundred dollars tops. Yeah, yeah. 
And he wrote in lipstick on the mirror because there's like lipstick laying around. He's like, "Come get me, Johnson." And he and he signed it Tana. Right. Uh, oh, and man. then <laughs> then he gets a new car. He does. Yeah, he gets a he, he gets a he new goes, car before he goes hunting for him. Yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. There's so much that goes on. Well, in he episode. does. He does get a new car because he doesn't have one. He's got to yeah. have a car. Um, is that the? Is that the? 57 or no that's the t-bird yeah. okay this yeah. is when he uh goes to the casino and interrupts uh scatman crothers Scat, scatman crothers yeah yep. i think that was him well like in this show he's rosie yeah his name's rosie. rosie but i'm i was like because i Lost. saw in, i saw in the credits the opening credits like uh scatman crothers was in it and i was like okay there's like I'm gonna know who this is in this episode. Right. <laughs> There's no way I'm not gonna figure out which person is named Scatman Crothers. And Dantana finds him uh playing crafts. Crafts, yeah. Yeah. And interrupts his crafts game, which is going very well. Yeah. To haggle about a car. Yeah. Which is the fifty seven T bird, which is you Cherry know, Red. Cherry Red, which, you know, is what you you know the show you know the car mm-hmm. it's on the cover of one of the dvds too yep um and that's they introduce the car like a character like that's there's true. a whole scene about it that's so true <laughs> that's how big a part of the show this that's car is true because like they were introducing characters as we went during the pilot and yeah. they introduced the car first yeah. and he <laughs> and he bugs that's him true. he bugs the car dealer during his night off apparently yeah. To giving him the keys to the T-Bird. Yeah. You know, and as we know, he's apparently loaded, just says, send me the bill. And he just goes and gets the car. And Dantana is truly Dantana now that he's in the 57 T-Bird. That's true. He does live in the Bank of Nevada. So right. maybe that's how he's so rich. Right. I don't know. Um, so the prostitute is dead. Dantana doesn't have any wheels. First yeah. things first, Dantana gets some wheels. Yeah. And then heads out looking for the, the pimp, and he goes to a house outside of Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Which they don't really explain what that place is, because no. we've already been to the pimp's apartment. Yeah. And he goes in, drawn. He just knows everybody in Las Vegas. Yes. And every like everybody knows each other, and he knows everybody. So... Putting those skills to work, he ends up at this house, gun drawn, looking for this guy, and he bursts through a door <laughs> and finds the guy dead in the tub. Yeah, the He's pimp is underwater dead. with the toilet cover on his chest. Which they call a tank top, which I got such a kick out of. <laughs> He's got a tank top on him, like... And a toilet tank, right? Yeah. No. Oh, we're just we're calling that tank top, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So, Dantana calls it in, and he's sitting outside talking to the detective buddy of his, who is from Chicago. I also want to note, like, he always finds a phone, which I feel is almost impossible back then. Like, there's always a phone that he can access at any time, which. I think it's more believable then than now. You think so? Yeah, because phones were... They didn't have cell phones, so... So there were just phones everywhere? Yeah, it's like... That's why there were huge banks of pay phones. I'm honestly starting to forget that stuff. 
you know. I know. Yeah. So it was. Dantana is always on a courtesy phone in that casino. Yeah, that they he works announce at. him. Like, yeah, Dantana pick up the white courtesy phone. Yeah, and he's right there. Yeah, that was a big. It was a huge thing Jeez. back then. Were there really phones everywhere like that? Yeah, though? that's I like guess. the hotel lobby phone. You know, some hotels well, that still I have it. I remember, but like, there's always there. There always just seems to be a phone when he needs a phone. Oh, you go to a hospital. There's a courtesy phone. You yeah, know, there's. Isn't that a joke in airplane? Yes. Cur- yeah, so that was, you know, it was just part of everyday life. There were lots of phone jokes in airplane. Yeah, a lot of, there's just been, there were courtesy phones. Now that was there's no more courtesy and there's no more courtesy phones. <laughs> Get a cell phone, you loser. <laughs> there are still courtesy phones, but I just, like every time he turns around, there's a phone. He knows what he's doing, and, <laughs> basically. <laughs> oh, and now his T-Bird has a phone. A yeah, car oh, phone. Yeah, a a Motorola car, car phone. It's amazing. Yeah. Can you see the Motorola shot? Just like like when James Bond does product placement in a you know yeah. in a new James Bond movie. And it's like not even that big. It's not it's not the Zach Morris uh cell phone. It's not even that big. It's like actually it's like It's like oh. a cell phone in a bag. That's what it looks like. It's kind of long and th- it's, relatively but it's not thin. that long, though. It's not that big. It's like like. Well, you only see the receiver. You don't see the giant box that it's connected I, to. The receiver isn't that big. Right. But, oh yeah, no. The rest of it is probably like half yeah. the car. The rest yeah. of it is probably sitting in his back seat. Yes. But like no, like the little receiver he has isn't that big, which is kind of impressive to me. Yeah. No, it's a cool because looking phone. I remember '90s car phones, and then like they were like like early '90s car phones, and they were like the receiver was huge too. Yeah. It's like, because yeah, you'd lug course. around, like, yeah, like, you'd lug around this big messenger bag, essentially, that was all a phone. Yeah. And then, or like, you had but the... the receiver was big, too. It was like, like, being in the army. Like, <laughs> like the army. You didn't have to prank it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty you much. You didn't have to do that. But anyway, yeah. Okay, Dan so, has a phone Yes, in his we've car. established that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got a car and a phone. Oh, and man. And he's making moves. Anyways... The pimp is dead. We're outside of the house where the pimp is. He's talking to the L.A. police department detective. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Las Vegas, Vegas, yeah. yeah. Um, And he says, you know, I'm from Chicago, and how this guy was killed is very familiar to me. Like, someone (laughs) in Chicago was killed like this. Dan Hanna's like, okay, great, thanks. You know, like, that's a clue, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that we can cross the pimp off as being the guy who's after him. Right. Who is after him. Right. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's apparently not connected to the parents. Um, is that when we learn about Crystal, the performer? Crystal? Yeah, that's his name, like Stu Crystal or something. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's Yeah, because when... we were, I was convinced, like, we were both convinced it was a stepdad for a long time. Like, yeah. oh, maybe he's really after yeah. him. Or, and may, maybe after, wait, we should stop. After, <laughs> after we find the pimp uh, dad and we hear about the Chicago killing. Yeah. That's when he goes and sees his buddy at the ranch. Oh, Yeah. Because he needs help. Oh, what was his name? Harlan Tooleaf. Harlan Tooleaf, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, buddy who runs a ranch. He's um, an Indian, Native American. Yeah. And runs a ranch when he's not apparently helping Dantana with crimes. I know. Dantana just rolls in and is like, I need someone, I need a tail. 
who do you need me to tail? Me. So yeah. we're off and running with his buddy. That was the phone that threw me off, by the way. I was like, wait, this guy has a phone, like, right there? That seemed fine to me because that <laughs> was on a ranch. Yeah. So since we've established I know farm <laughs> things, apparently, this <laughs> my grandparents had a dairy farm with phones in the barn. Oh really? Yeah. So Are they, they still there? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So why don't we use those phones? <laughs> not hooked to their their uh, their uh, rotary phones. They're not hooked up to anything. <laughs> oh. But that's sad. They worked. Yeah. So they could milk cows, milk cows, that's and right. never miss a call. <laughs> so they're praying, <laughs> praying. Yeah. What do you want to milk and cows here? They could do that. Oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So that didn't shock me at all. I was like, yeah, there's a phone there. Did the cows ever get mad? Like, hey, get off the phone and pay attention to me. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the cows wanted to be all about them. <laughs> Back to the show. <laughs> okay. So Where we are we? I don't... Okay. We're, we're, at, got, we're at, at Two Harlan. Loose Ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a tail. Okay. Yeah. Dantana is driving through Las Vegas. Mr. Two Leaf is following him. And we see a big old 70s car following Dantana. Yeah. Dantana knows he's being followed because Two Leaf is telling him he's being followed. Yeah. They have radios. Yes. Too. Yeah. And we know who it is. If you've watched the show, you know who it is. <laughs> it turns out to be Dan's kind of hapless sidekick from the series. Um,. I forgot his name. Oh, played, played by Bart Braverman. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. What's his name? Oh boy. What's his name on the show? Um. Oh, Binzer. Binzer. Yeah. Yeah. That's Bobby right. Binzy Binzer Borso. <laughs> what a name. Bobby Binzer Borso is following uh, his soon-to-be boss. Just so you get a, a feeling for who Binzer is, because we've seen several, we've seen thirteen episodes of this, like, like. A, a good snapshot of Binzer is like in in the theme song going forward. Like the picture of him, like it, it is just him in a pool, like looking in a, around in a like, suit. In a, like, he's in a suit. He was thrown in the pool That's or right. fell in this. Yeah, and he's, he's just like looking around, like what's going on. Yeah. Like, so that's how the they guy. introduce the character so, on every episode after the pilot. So they basically let this guy follow Dantana as Dantana's going to see a dancer at a bar. To get information about the murdered prostitute. <laughs> he talks to this lady, gets some information oh, about, like about Freedom East. Her name was her, Freedom East. Her name East. was Freedom East, and she tells him that she danced at a bar where this girl worked clients at. Yeah. So this is Dantana's next lead. He says, Thank you very much. They leave and walk right up to uh Binzer as he's sitting in his car on the stakeout. Yeah. And basically Dantana threatens him <laughs> that he's going to blow his brains out if he keeps following him. And then Two Leaf lets all the air out of his tires. But nicely. Nicely. He doesn't damage the tires because Dantana doesn't want to have to pay for a he's, set of tires. They were really nice white walls. He's already racking up quite <laughs> the bill. So we're introduced to one of the main characters in the series going forward, whether they knew that was going to be a guy in the show or not. And he already... We're introduced to him as just kind of this hapless idiot. Yeah. 
he's already he already has way more chemistry with Robert Urich than like the Vietnam buddy does. Because like the Vietnam buddy who we've seen who was like helping Dan get an X ray or whatever, like they're buddies. But then like Binzer and Tana are like. Like you, like they just have a really great rapport, yep. and like they must have made that decision after the pilot. Like, all right, we gotta keep this guy. Sorry, Vietnam buddy. Yeah. You're too cool. We need hapless idiot and yeah. cool Robert Urich to like yeah. bounce off each other. The Vietnam buddy good. was like, he's like a poor man's Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To give you an idea, and I, I would like, I would describe Binzer as like a scrawny. Yeah. Poor man's Tony Danza without the accent. That is super <laughs> accurate. <laughs> so accurate. I also want to say about the accent, like every third person in Las Vegas on this show has a New York accent. I also want to point that out, which is, whoa, there's whoa, thunder. There's thunder. <laughs> I don't know what that pretends, but... <laughs> I mean, sorry, um... I talked about New York accents. <laughs> yeah, right. Eesh. <laughs> no, who <laughs> knew? No. Uh, where are we in this episode? I guess I'm kind of think... keeping us on track here. Cause... I know. So, so we've we now now Dantana knows where to go to find out who might have has information on yeah on oh, Marilyn, I... the prostitute, because he I... just talked to Freedom East. And Can I injured... mention the foil jumpsuit? That was at the singer's house. Real yes, fast. just one second. So, <laughs> so we've met Freedom East. Yeah, he has a new tip to go to a bar. He's let the air out of Binzer's tires. Mm-hmm. And we're off to this bar. Yeah. And now you can talk about foil jumpsuits. Oh, this is going back to or that was at the singer's. It's at Crystal's house. Yeah. But that's after the bar. As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. They'll keep. So what okay. happens at the bar? So we go to the bar. Um, and he's looking for a specific bartender, Fat Allen. That's who. That's who Freedom East <laughs> tells him to look for, Fat Allen. So he walks up to a bartender who is fat, and it's not Fat Allen. No. You know? <laughs> Are you Fat Allen? No, I get that a lot though. He doesn't say that, but <laughs> you might as well yeah. have. Um, and. Dan Tannis shows him a picture of the girl, and the guy says, I, I don't know, I have to come back tomorrow, and Fat Allen's going to be here. You're going to buy something, acts all tough, and Dan Tana acts tougher. The bartender tries to call over his his goon to, like, throw Dan Tana out. And the guy's coming up behind Dan Tana, and then from screen right, uh, Two Leaf just comes out of nowhere and grabs the guy. And Dan Hanna is like, so you think you're pretty tough now to the bartender? And the bartender's like, uh-oh. And is like, you got to talk to Fat Allen. Come back tomorrow. I am I was surprised that like he was scared just by that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, it's a little and then, scary. But... Yeah. And then Two Leaf like, throws the, the bouncer of the bar into the Wurlitzer machine. Yeah. <laughs> which folds like a card table <laughs> in sparks. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the joke of Dantana saying, Hey, why'd you have to break, break that? You know how much Wurlitzer's cost? And then Tuli's like, I was going to slash that guy's tires, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so this <laughs> wave of destruction just keeps going. Yeah. But uh, oh, that's a, they've oh, sent their message. I need to make, I need to say the other, the other quote that Dantana had, um, which is, 
We're going to make noise. We're going to make noise all around town. Right. <laughs> so that, like, we're, we're, we're in the middle of this, I would say montage, but it's just, it's scenes. They are scenes at the beginning, middle, and end. And it's just, it's them making noise around town. They're, yep. they're trying to get to the bottom of this. Yep. Okay, and then, then we go to, the, to Crystal's house again. Because there's a party at night. And then we, this woman shows up in this glorious jumpsuit that looks like it's made out of aluminum foil. And it's like, it's head to toe, like, uh, like big, like, wide leg jumpsuit with a cape. And she's wearing, she's wearing a turban, too, that's also made out of foil. And it just like, like, the sound guy must have hated that. <laughs> hated that. Oh. Anyway, anyway, I just got a kick out of that. I just love seventies weirdness. Um, oh, and then that's when Crystal says the 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 Tommy Wiseau like line. <laughs> we, we you both... can't just drop in a Tommy Wiseau ref- reference. <laughs> Everybody should know who he is. <laughs> they don't, well, but they should. Well, that that. There's a movie called The Room, and it's the best, worst movie ever made. And Tommy Wiseau wrote, starred, acted, well, and starred and acted, directed, edited it, and it's pretty amazing. And there's a line in the, in the movie that's like, if everybody loved everybody, the world would be a better place. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, basically. So there is a line in this uh, where, where Crystal says to Dantana, if everybody loved everybody, it would be beautiful, you know? And we, we turn to each other like, that's the that room. room. <laughs> okay, and this is where, the next thing I have in my notes. Oh, I need to stop. Um, okay. We got to talk about. <laughs> we have not even touched the red button thing. We, we need to sum it up in like two minutes at the very end of all of this. Right. Which right, is but, doable. Right. We have to talk about the massage parlor. Oh my god! At the men's yeah. health club, and I, sh- you know. <laughs> so, this is another this another crazy. tangent that it go- we just dive into the st- scene at a a men's health club in Las Vegas. Dantana's on the table, getting a massage by this big ugly guy, who was the bad guy in any which way but loose. <laughs> Which is a great movie from the 70s. This guy was killing it in the 70s. It was the big, fat, Nazi kind of biker guy. Yeah. Anyways, he's a masseuse giving Dantana a massage. And that was before. That was like... That was just right. Like, I'm I'm going back. I'm going that back. That was Dan. That was after Dan got the X-ray, and then we see him going to a massage That's parlor. Right. That's right. That so we had so, seen him before. So, yes. Yeah, and now then it comes back later. It will. Yeah. It will. I just had to go back because right. we skipped over it. Ugh, so, so much going on in this show. And they're talking about things and, yeah, they just kind of insert this massage scene. Yeah. But it makes sense. It makes sense at the time because, like, oh, he's right. trying to feel better and he got, right. got a massage. Yeah. From a big, ugly guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then between that and... Coming up to the present, that's when Angie's introduced, another main character of the show. Yeah. For the, at least the first two seasons. Yeah. Um, she's filling in for 
one his his assistant. Yeah, B B is his assistant, and then like Angie's filling in too. So and then she like, was they recommended up... by his sister, as yeah. we understand it. <laughs> we think. And we learn later in the series that she's a showgirl. Well, she yeah. t- she says it. Yeah. She's B, a sh- B is a showgirl, too. Yeah. Yeah. And B's, like, a little bit older. Because, like, Angie's, like, super young. Angie's, yeah. like, what, like, 21 tops or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it, her, the character is. And then, like, yeah. B is probably about, well. 30? <laughs> probably not even. People in the 70s looked older than they were. <laughs> okay. Well, but she has, like, a little daughter, too, which, right. again, doesn't mean anything, because in the 70s, people had kids way early. Well, anyways, we just so had anyway, to touch that Angie's yeah, and in the Angie show. Angie talks like this. She talks real high. Yeah, she's. you and think she does, she, she's, like, just this bubble-brain, blonde showgirl. Yeah. Um, but then she's actually pretty decent at her job. Yeah, Dantana just kind of throws orders out at her and you're like she does not know it yeah. she doesn't know call, what to do call irma at the what was it the water, water company, company like, call irma at the water company and then she's like irma how like, do you spell that and he's like i are i are yeah and then like so you then, have no faith in her completing these tasks yeah but she does yeah she's clutch yeah she Angie like, is clutch she just does it you don't think she's gonna do it and she takes care of business <laughs> yeah in her own way yeah okay um, so we've introduced Andy. Angie. Angie. <laughs> then, then we get to Crystal's house, the singer's house. Yeah. It's this big estate, and that's where there's this big party going on, and Dantana's invited to go there because Crystal wants to hire him as personal security. Yeah. Because yeah. he needs, he needs personal security. So they have a short conversation. Dantana says $400 a day plus expenses. <laughs> they make a deal. Dantana leaves. It's a short scene. There's crazy outfits from the 70s. There, yeah, that was that's when we saw the woman dressed yeah. in aluminum foil. And we find out that uh, Two Leaf has been... Ta- he tapped into the phone system outside this guy's house. Um, and as Dantana's leaving, Crystal picks up the phone and makes a call, which we don't hear. But when Dantana leaves, he goes over to Tuleaf outside the house, and we see him recording the phone call because he can do anything, apparently. <laughs> He's a rancher. He helps a detective. He knows how to he knows how to tap into uh, phone lines, which was very legal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we learn, we hear the conversation that Crystal's having when Dantana leaves. He's... He's basically saying, you know, don't worry, I've hired Dantana to take care, to get him off your case, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal is hiring Dantana to throw him off the scent of the case. Yeah. That's what we learn. Yeah. And Dantana was suspicious about that because he said, you know, that's why you hired me for $400 a day. I'm good, but not that good. (laughs) Now... <coughs> that actually makes more sense now that you're saying it because <laughs> that threw me off a little bit. I was just so mesmerized by the foil jumpsuit. <laughs> that makes is, sense. No, that makes sense. And now we're almost an hour in, but <sighs> this is when I wrote down, you know, we seem to be going a long way out of the way in my notes. Like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Like, we're so far away from, like, we haven't seen the parents anymore. It just seems like we just... <laughs> We just keep going further and further away from how this show started. And then 
were introduced to Tony Curtis. Yeah, that's, I wrote, see, the next thing I had in my notes was Tony Curtis, all caps, three exclamation points, because Tony Curtis plays the owner of a hotel, or like a bunch of hotels, I think. At least one. At least two. At least two, yeah. Because he takes a helicopter from one to the other. (laughs) Tony Curtis is like the Steve Wynn of this fictional show, and we find out that Dantana works for him. Yeah. As the house detective at his casinos. And we cut to a scene with Dantana walking and talking with Tony Curtis. It might be the first walk and talk ever on TV. (laughs) I don't know that for sure, but it sure feels like it. It's It's very good. so amazing. And repeated often in this series. Tony Curtis is the best on this show. Um, he's, He's just so like, what if Tony Curtis were... A hotel owner and like was very active in every decision <laughs> at yes. the hotel. <laughs> like, yes. I I need to I need to write down more lines. Of Walk his. and talk and get updates from Dantana on the goings on in his hotel. Yeah, which brings us to Red Buttons. Yeah, yeah. Red Buttons is this casino scammer rifter. Red Buttons was a comedian in, way back when, like way way back when, and. He's old in Vegas. He's like at least 60 in Vegas, yeah, too. In the show, And yes. I know who Red Buttons is. You know who Red Buttons is. He's our parents, Because our parents raised us right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying He's a that. level above Shecky Green. Sorry, way, Shecky oh, Green. Oh, way above. He yeah. is like... And Red Buttons was in... Red Buttons is like... He was in It's a Mad, Mad, Mad. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think well, I said too many Mads. Wasn't he mads. in that? Yeah, there's four Mads. Um, I believe so. Wasn't he? I don't know. I don't he certainly is. He was around. He was like a huge deal. Um, but anyway, but he plays this guy Tommy, who's like this. He's he, you know, <laughs> the Harry Anderson of Vegas. The Harry Anderson, yeah, that's Remember pretty good. Yeah, from Cheers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's always grifting. Yeah, he's driving he's the like, main characters crazy. Yeah. And in this, we saw him in the the episodes that we binge watched mm-hmm. on TV. And this is his introduction, um, and he's somehow ripping off the slot machines at the casino. Yeah. And Dan is watching him. He's having his buddy from Vietnam, yeah, who's kind of his lieutenant, keep an eye on him while he's working the murder case, and he's just going through the casino. Which is a job that would be relegated to Binzer in later episodes. Right. Yeah. And he's just winning thousands of dollars just on slot machines. Yeah. They know he's no good, and they... And I guess he's been out of the casino for a long time. They haven't seen him in years. And now he's back, and he's got a new scam. It involves involves the slot machines. And that's why Tony Curtis is talking to Antana, like, what's he doing? Oh, he's taking, like, $50,000 from the casino. Are you watching him? Yeah, we're doing all this thing. Can you catch him? And Antana's like, we're watching him. And Tony Curtis is like, can you get him? <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I think so. <laughs> So and then t- the end of this walk and talk is probably the best thing ever. They get they all get into a helicopter on the top of his hotel. Take the helicopter literally down the street, like down the strip somewhere to another hotel. Get off of that helicopter on that hotel, and then like they end their conversation. And then Tony Curtis is like, "Oh, do you? I can like get a limo for you." No, back. do you want to ride oh, back? Oh, in yeah, the helicopter? Do wanna, yeah. Do you want to ride back in the helicopter? And then Dan's like, "I think I can walk." Like he like they show how close the other one was. Yeah. Unbelievable. 
is the greatest. And that's how you establish uh, Tony uh, Curtis's character, Roth. Which is great. His, his name yep. is Roth. Yep. It was uh, the greatest. So but yeah, so we we've so. established that character, and we're kind of brought more into the uh, Red Buttons storyline because we see him doing it earlier in the show. Yeah. Winning at the slot machine. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, then there's the washer bit too. Is that? That's like right before they catch him. That's not the same scene when they catch him. Though. Well, my notes are running out because at this point the episode was getting really long, and I'm like, "What? What is going on?" <laughs> well, at some so like red buttons, like he's holding up. He was like holding up what looks like is, a washer, yeah. and then like they come up to him, and um, it turns out that he it was a silver dollar that he drew a black circle on because he want he's like I knew I was being followed. I just didn't know by who. <laughs> That's how he got, that's how he knew Dan was after him. And he's like, I don't know how you're doing it, but I'm going to get you or whatever. Right. They have anyway. a scene together. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's not when he catches them. When he catches them, that's later after. Uh, that <laughs> Miles to go. <laughs> We're an hour into this. <laughs> so we can blast through the rest by basically saying uh, we have Dantana working He's got his guys working on the slot machine thing. Yeah. And where we're at in the murder investigation is um, he knows that Crystal is trying to hire him for, you know, reasons that he wants uh, Dantana to stop looking at his murder investigation. You know, Crystal's helping somebody. Yeah. And we have to find out who. We find out that the guy that is trying to kill him or get him off the case is one of the Johns from earlier in the episode. Which I don't even think now I'm trying to remember, I don't think we mentioned him yet but like, we've seen a John he's from New Jersey which is a terrible and cold place. One of Marilyn's Johns that we we see her working earlier in the episode and he's a just a big fat guy Yeah. and she's doing her little girl shtick with him. He's like, oh yeah, this is great. I'm going to go take a shower. You stay in the hotel room, which is like, oh, okay, that's yeah, great idea, obviously. I'm going to take a shower now, leaves his wallet on the dresser in front of a prostitute. So he does that, and Marilyn steals his stuff. Yeah. So So this guy's been ripped off. And we saw him, like, he... You know, he chased her to the elevator, and she got away. Yeah. And obviously he's not happy about it because she stole his wallet, but we didn't know how deep it went. Yeah. And quite a long story getting shorter, (laughs) we find out he's the one who killed the pimp because he's looking for Marilyn, and he's killed someone in a similar way in Chicago. We find out he's like a loan shark. He, He gives money to famous people. Yeah, um, all it, over the country, and it wasn't just credit cards. Like he had been <laughs> another great seventies moment. He had been hiding microfiche, which nobody uses anymore. Microfiche film inside fake credit cards, and he la- like laminated it together, and that's how he was transporting his records around. So like all of his loans, all, all of his, his loans, yeah. yeah. So like. He, she didn't steal his wallet with credit cards. She stole his business. Yeah, it she was didn't know all that. of his records. Yeah, no, she did not know that. But that's why he's that's adding, why he came that, after. That's her. why he killed the pimp, and that's why he killed her. He's yeah. looking for those records. Um, 
Yeah. So that's... And he also hired. We also find out that he hired the masseuse, mm-hmm. the bad guy from any which way with Lewis, to go after Dantana, mm-hmm. which Dantana figures out and goes in for another massage mm-hmm. with a gun. With a gun, he hides, hides the, the gun, gun under a towel, a towel. <laughs> and then they get in a big fight because uh, Dantana kind of gives it away. Yeah. And the guy like pins him down, and is choking him out. Dantana manages to grab a a heat lamp and like hit him in the face with it, that which was didn't a weird scene. Like, like the me. guy just kind of watched it coming. Yeah, you'll see it in the episode. He did like he he did it so slowly. It was it was like the guy was just like mesmerized by yeah. the heat lamp yeah. or something. Yeah. It was really weird. Anyways, the guy runs out, takes off in his car. Um, Dantana chases him out in a towel. Hops in his T-bird and is like, I'm going to chase him. And then pats his pocket like he has his pants on. And is like, oh no, I don't have my keys. Which he does for like four times. <laughs> like yeah. He's patting yeah. his pocket, but Anyways, he doesn't have pants he's on. he's standing in his car with a towel. And he's like, oh yeah, I can't go anywhere. He hops out of his car in front of a little old lady mm-hmm. who is... He's talking to her and she's not hearing him. Like he hops in front of her and he's trying to say something. He was, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and, and then, then she's we see like, she, what? we see she has something in her ear, and then she holds it up. It's um, just a hearing aid, like a hearing aid. It looks like a transistor radio because <laughs> it's the '70s. And she turns it up, <laughs> and then she can hear him. Yeah, and then and then she's like, <laughs> so. Oh, then um, then she's like, "What did you say?" And then he looks at the hearing aid, and he's like, "I said I love you." Yeah, and gives her a kiss. And yeah, she's like, "Oh dear." Um, so, so, but that's how he figures out what Red Buttons is doing. That's yeah. We find out that's what he's that's what he that's what he's thinking when he says that. He, we go back to the casino. Yeah, he's all cleaned up. Yeah, <laughs> he, he puts his clothes back on and goes to the casino, and busts busts um, Red Buttons by shouting basically <laughs> into the hearing aid. Mm-hmm. Red Buttons is using this hearing aid to, I guess, hear the tumblers click in, I guess so. in the slot machine. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But that causes him to be able to work the machines to win every time. Yeah. So. Or like he, busts, he, or he knows which machine yeah. is going to give out so, money. So Red Buttons gets busted and then they like have this nice little scene where they're like, I got you. And then Red Buttons is like, you, I'm really good. I got you. And they're kind of like frenemies. And then Dan Tan is like, this, like, you're going to have to come up with a new grift. Get out of here. You know? And that's, that's it. Like, he lets him go. (laughs) No, Red Buttons blows him a kiss. Right. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and he says this, like, you can't arrest me because nothing I'm doing is illegal. And then Dan is like, well, well, no, but like we can get an electronic uh, thing, like a blocker, whatever. Yeah, you said. a jammer. A jammer, yeah, yeah, an electronic jammer, so you can't hear anything, and all you all you hear is static in there. Yeah. So good luck. Yeah, <laughs> which all of that now is just like you can, I can picture like the people writing it going, "Oh my God, we got to wrap this up," and he just yeah. explains all of it right there. Like, well, your scam is done because I'm going to do this thing, and now you're done. But at the End same time, scene. and then, but the scene of him, like, like the two of them saying goodbye to each other and, like, him blowing the kiss, like, that went on uncomfortably long. Yes. So now we know that <laughs> like they're they were, frenemies with, like, mutual respect. They were legit making eyes at each other. <laughs> it was <Yes>. weird. <laughs> so we've wrapped up that story. Red Buttons uh, is, you know, you know you're going to see him again if it's a TV series. 
Um, and now we know that then he, Dan then Tana, that's pretty much it. Yeah, then, Dan Tana goes goes to Crystal's house and says, you know, who are you working for? Basically, I know you're up to hawk and up to your eyeballs in debt. Yeah, and uh, you know, basically gets Crystal to admit that yeah, he's working for this bookie or loan shark. A loan shark from Newark. Yes, which from is Newark. in New Jersey, <laughs> which is a terrible and cold place. <laughs> um, so Crystal gives this guy up, and uh, Dantana and Two Leaf basically go after him uh, at his house. Yeah. <laughs> that, or no, at, a, at like a like kind of like a resort at a casino. I guess. And the plan is just. Dantana has gets in Two Leaf, Two Leaf and Dantana get in Two Leaf's truck and just drive into his house <laughs> at full speed through the bay window while these guys are like working the books and hiding microfiche in credit cards. Dantana just fifty miles an hour in a giant Dodge truck just smash, and then the guy's scared and Dantana gets out. This is like the climactic scene and yeah, yeah. he's got a, he's a big fat guy and he just kind of like runs out into the street in Las Vegas and is lumbering through the parking lot as Dantana walks towards him. Yeah, Stone-faced really like the Terminator. Weird. Yeah. 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 And the guy's like, who are you? What are you doing? Leave and then me alone. he says, I'm the ghost of Christmas past, Cookie. Doesn't he say Cookie? Something like that. Dantana I, says this Dan, to, the, yeah. to the loan shark I'm while the, the guy's... <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas past, Cookie. I'm the Lone Ranger and I'm gonna nail you. Yep. And this guy's blubbering and following falling backwards slowly through the parking lot dantana pulls a gun and the guy's like i'll give you anything and you know dantana's like you killed that girl for for money and how could you and the guy kind of tries to like rationalize it like well it's like a million dollars so i had to kill her kind of thing yeah one million dollars that (laughs) equals murder which you know does not impress dantana no, and, uh, nor should just, it. Just when the guy thinks he's going to get, you know, you know, a slug to the forehead from Dantana, um, Two Leaf drags him away, and I guess they presumably take him to the police because <laughs> they just put him in the back of the truck. Pre- presumably. Yes, and that is the episode. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, the it. That's it. No, That's the no, end. but the, the actual end of the episode is the dairy truck comes back. Right. Oh, it comes down Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. It goes by. So the dairy <laughs> truck brings us into the episode, and then for some reason the dairy truck goes by as they're shoving this guy into the truck, and that's it. Credits. Like, what does that dairy truck represent? I don't know. It just tied the episode <laughs> together? Yeah, I just, don't know. So anyways, uh, in... In an hour and ten minutes, we've described an hour and fifteen minute episode <laughs> of Vegas. I also want to so because I forgot to look up. So the the guy, the the big guy, was the mayor in the remake of Godzilla. That's what I was remembering okay. him from. And I remember him from the Atlas Shrugged movie. Yep. for some reason that is correct. <laughs> but you'll know him when you see him. I can. He was in a serious man. He was oh, right, in, yep. he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I can get his actual so name. Michael learning. Michael Lerner. Okay. I know yeah. that name, yeah. Yeah. So basically, because we gotta wrap this up. I know. Um, <laughs> we Vegas love the show. It's a, a lot of show. fun. You know, seeing this it was it's fun just to see Las Vegas in the seventies. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The characters are fun. Mm-hmm. There's action. There's there's plot. There's, there's plot. All it's sorts dark. Of, it's it's surprisingly dark. dark. It's this bright show with you know characters you like. You even like Red Buttons. He's like this lovable scam artist. Yeah. A uh, Tony Curtis is this tough Las Vegas owner. Who I'm in like. it for I'm I'm in it for Tony Curtis. You like Robert Urich <laughs> as this cool private detective guy. Yeah. I mean. Uh, you know, Angie and uh, the B. B that help him, they're fun. But things that happen are really dark. Like, it's super you dark. did not expect to, like, find his car burned in the desert. Like, you could see that. The girl then the girl is just dead again, in the desert. Again, the girl he was trying to protect <laughs> is dead, yeah. like, a half hour in. Yeah, like, it's it's dark. And you didn't expect the parent, her parents to be so yeah, her evil. S- right. <laughs> you right. know, like, like yeah. that's gross. It's. You know, so like yeah. it's this action-packed kind of glitzy, fun veneer, but it's it's dark. Yeah, it's dark, and there was a lot going on. You had to pay attention, as you could tell. We're just bumbling through our notes trying to figure <laughs> out what the hell happened, but we enjoyed it. And every episode is kind of like that. It's a little easier to take in a shorter episode. Yeah, but it's the same basic idea. Something happens in the beginning. He kind of solves it, and then we're just kind of off. It's honestly a series it's, of events. It's consistent, like because yeah. we watched so many episodes already. Like the way the plots are, like, yeah. it's consistent. You rarely come yeah. back to the beginning to tie it up. Like that. Yeah. Initial action is tied up early on, and we're just off to the races. Yeah. So that's the pilot episode of Vegas. <laughs> Um, Thanks for hanging in there, yeah, everybody. Yeah, if you've seen the show, hopefully you know you had some similar thought. <laughs> thoughts that we did if you came into the show late, like like we did just you know a few months ago. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We'll be back with the next episode um, soon. Yep. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. Okay. Thank you. Bye.